Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today we're attending the Canacosmo. It's a virtual cannabis event put on by Cana One. Cana One's got a few other events as well in case you're interested. You can always go to canna1.com. But essentially some of the events they've got coming up are, they've got a Canna Grow in October of 2020 and then Vest, an investment thing in November. A healthcare event in January 2021, followed by Women Grow, another virtual event in March. For the whole list, just go to canna1.com. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming up. It's a couple sessions that start in about 20 minutes. We're going to click on this exhibit hall and see where it transports us. So this looks like a 2D scroll. You can't use directional pad. So I'm using the mouse pad to scroll right, see what Tress Capital is all about. There's a pretty neat feature up top here. I think you can click next or previous. We'll test that out. Uh, but first, I want to see what David's got here at Trust Capital. So there's a couple of links that you can click. Those links will go straight to whatever website he wants. And I think there's some videos up here. Direct links, actually. A website link. Hmm. So let's try going next. Back out to the exhibit hall panning over and I think that's it and check out the lobby here wow three clicks that's too many hi <laughs> we're delighted to welcome you to this very special canna one virtual expo to get the best out of your time be sure to look around and explore everything this conference has to offer from industry expert webinars exhibitor booths video networking and so much more all our main content sessions will be held in the Sessions Theater, where you'll also find the agenda for the day. And remember, each presentation is being recorded and will be available on demand for three months. Make plenty of time to visit our themed expos. There, you can discover our showcase of exhibitors providing you insight on their latest products, processes, and solutions. Plus, be sure to check out some of the leading associations and organizations helping to build and support our industry. It's in the networking lounge where you'll find access to our networking, morning mixers, and evening happy hour events. Check out our video speed networking. This powerful networking tool matches you with other business professionals who share similar. Let's check out the virtual mall. Click the logos to shop. Oh man. So you click on that and then I gotta click shop now and then I gotta keep clicking through, so. Back to the lobby. <laughs> Clicking on sessions here, seeing what's going on with speaking events. Providing America's largest cannabis virtual expo experience. We want to extend a very special thank you to our event sponsors and presenters. Be sure to check out the complete schedule of upcoming virtual events at canna1.com. This webinar is being recorded and will be made available to you at the conclusion of the event. At this time, we are turning the public chat feature off for the presentation. We will reopen the public chat window closer to the end so that you can post your questions for our presenter to answer during the open Q&A portion. And now, I am very excited to introduce today's webinar. Welcome everyone. I am very humbled and honored to be presenting today at the first virtual Canna One event, Canna Cosmo Health and Beauty. 
Our topic is purpose-driven and impact investing in the cannabis industry. But before we get to what that is all about and why it's so critical to our industry, let me begin by sharing some background about myself, what brought me to the industry, and what drives my passion for investing in the cannabis industry. My name is David Hess. I am the president and co-founder of Trust Capital. Trust Capital is a boutique strategic private investment firm embedded at the core of the global cannabis sector, originating and managing investments for high net worth, family office, and institutional investors mainly. We have been investing strictly in the cannabis industry for about a decade now, and Trust has a proven track record of successful industry investment. We work closely with many of our portfolio companies, as well as cannabis companies outside of our portfolio, providing active value-add support. The Trust portfolio includes impactful industry leaders, such as Headset, Tilt, SC Labs, Cannabis Now, Gronetics, Northbud Farms, Infusion Biosciences, Waste Tracker, and ICANN. Trust Solutions provides M&A advisory, strategic business development, and operational support to sector companies as well. I was introduced to the vast benefits of medical cannabis while undergoing cancer treatment at Sloan Kettering in 2000 and again in 2002. I'm originally from Los Angeles. In fact, I was gathering signatures for Prop 215 as a part-time job during my senior high school in 1995. I had a family and friends that immediately jumped into the space under the very gray medicinal laws in California, which gave me a front row seat to the legacy cannabis industry at the time. Unfortunately, as I mentioned, I was diagnosed with synovial sarcoma in 2000. And the only oncologist giving me a chance at survival was in New York City at Sloan Kettering. I was able to medicate with cannabis throughout my first bout, and that kept my spirits up as well as my appetite. However, within two years, I had a local recurrence, and due to the treatments I was receiving, I ended up spending about a year as an inpatient. So there I was, 22 years old, being treated on a pediatric floor, and my roommates were young kids. And I was able to medicate through the first round. And I remember friends and families sneaking me out of the hospital to medicate with cannabis. The problem was, is I was bedridden after my second round of chemotherapy and could no longer medicate with cannabis in the traditional manner I was accustomed to. I was miserable. I started to feel the chemo beginning to kill me and wanted to quit. I was given an article about Marinol, fortunately. And I remember defiantly handing it to my oncologist and saying that I would agree to continue with the chemo if you would prescribe me this Marinol. He had never prescribed it before, but agreed to give it a shot. And within a couple of hours of me taking Marinol, a synthetic cannabis, I was laughing with my nurses. I was asking my friends to come by for Monday night football, making sure they would bring wings. Wings! There I was eating feeling like my old self, watching movies, having munchies from a cannabis pill. And that was a paradigm shift for me. There might actually be medical efficacy to this medical cannabis thing. 
So as I said, I was 22, but I was being treated on a pediatric floor and my roommates were adolescents. And while I was watching football games and movies, those adolescent roommates of mine were miserable. And I had to learn as much as I could about cannabis, why, would, why it helped me and could it help kids. I learned about the endocannabinoid system. I learned about terpenes. I learned about THC, CBD, CBN, CBG, THC, THCA, etc. I learned that there were clinical trials happening in Israel and began to study as much as I could and absorb as much as I could. And I made a commitment at that point to further the legitimacy and the credibility of cannabis, both as a medicine and for adult use. Fast forward a bit to 2010, when six medical cannabis licenses were awarded in New Jersey. The cultivation manager was a friend of mine, and I had, he'd been hearing about me talking about legitimizing cannabis for years. And one day calls me and says, Dave, here's your chance. They were in need of capital and operational expertise, and I helped syndicating the funding. And once that project was off the ground, I started to hear about cannabis trade shows. And I joined every cannabis association at, that I could. And, and they were just beginning to form at that time. After attending several of those trade shows, building out my network beyond California, and several diligence trips later, I realized two things. If I was going to invest other people's money and had to monitor and report back to them, I knew I had to bring on a partner with financial expertise and experience. And I had a vision that our firm would be as credible as any other investment firm for any other industry. I also realized that there was an opportunity to support the infrastructure, which we call the legs of the cannabis industry. And in 2013, I did just that. I partnered with Asher Trope an experienced fiduciary and independent trader on Wall Street with over a decade's experience managing equity portfolios to establish trusts. We became one of the cannabis industry's go-to sources for private capital solutions and strategic support, both for investors and for entrepreneurs. Asher and I were aligned from day one when it came to our desire and core belief to drive create and facilitate impact in the cannabis industry with a dual mandate that gives weight to both economic and social returns. Impact investing can mean many things to many different people. The official term impact investing, in fact, wasn't coined until recently, somewhat recently, 2007, and widely refers to investments made into companies with the intention to generate a measurable, beneficial social or environmental impact alongside a financial return. Having a positive mission is not a violation of the rules of capitalism. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Purpose-driven companies witness higher market share gains and grow three times faster on average than their competitors all while achieving higher workforce and customer satisfaction. Much like what a foundation is to a house, a clear purpose is everything to an organization. It is an organization's soul and identity. It articulates 
why an organization exists, what problems it is here to solve, and who it wants to be to each human it touches through its work. While it's not the first time in history businesses are pondering why they exist and who they are to their customers, the current trend based on my research at Tress shows that businesses are using purpose to create deeper connections with consumers and do more for the communities with which they work, attract and retain talent, and in the process are achieving greater results and impact. Companies that lead with purpose and build around it can achieve continued loyalty, consistency, and relevance in the lives of consumers. Those that fail to identify and articulate their purpose may survive in the short term, but over time, people are likely to demand more. Consumers today make decisions based on how brands treat their people, how they treat the environment, and how they support the communities in which they operate. When companies align their purpose with doing good, they can build deeper connections with their stakeholders and in turn amplify the company's relevance in their stakeholders' lives. Many entrepreneurs are successfully driving purpose into their business for three main reasons. Number one, purpose is a core differentiator. As I mentioned, purpose-oriented companies have higher productivity and growth rates, along with a more satisfied workforce who stay longer with them. For example, Unilever 28's sustainable living brands Brands focused on reducing Unilever's environmental footprint and increasing social impact, such as Dove, Vaseline, and Lipton, delivered 75% of the company's growth and grew 69% faster on average than the rest of its business in 2018, compared to about 46% in 2017. Purpose means something to everyone. Purpose-driven businesses factor in the experiences of all humans they touch. As people want to work for and support a company whose purpose is focused on the greater good of society. They are looking to work with companies that share their values, that actively express what they're doing to be a good partner with the world. Organizations that don't clearly articulate their purpose to their customers, workforce and partners, run their risk of falling behind or failing entirely. On the other hand, brands that have an authentic relationship with their stakeholders will create meaningful connections with them, enabling those stakeholders to identify and feel ownership of the brand's purpose. Now, this trend is only set to strengthen as millennials and young people today around the world are growing up with a deeper sense of purpose than previous generations and are seeking out products that directly support causes that they care about and resonate with them. For example, millennials today suggest they've changed their relationship with a business because of the impact its products or services have on the environment and or society. Younger generations also want to work at these companies with authentic purpose. Purpose is who we are. Purpose-driven 
businesses truly embed purpose in every action, aiming to leave an enduring impact on people's lives. Increasingly, customers are looking to engage with companies that help them achieve their goals. Orienting a business around purpose will help companies like yours drive operations towards outcomes people's value and in turn deliver what stakeholders and, and investors value as well. While a company's purpose doesn't have to directly impact society as a whole, authenticity is paramount. Many organizations leading with purpose deploy different strategies to ensure that they demonstrate authenticity in everything they do. Here's how you can do the same. Tell your story and make it impactful. Authenticity is rooted in a brand's commitment to creating an impact and sharing its story. I'll give you an example. P&G, Procter & Gamble's push to become a force for good and a force for growth is rooted in telling stories about issues close to its purpose and what its customers' values are. P&G recognized that more than 5 billion people across the planet use its products, and as a result, its campaigns seek to demonstrate its commitment to equality worldwide. And lastly, walk the walk. Authenticity and authentic purpose-driven businesses walk the walk by being transparent and accountable for everything they do and everything within their supply chain. With incredible transparency and data at their fingertips, consumers today seemingly know everything about a business and their products being brought to market. Our consumer pulsing survey revealed that more than 80% of consumers would be willing to pay as much as 25% more if a brand would raise its prices to be more environmentally and socially responsible or to pay higher wages toward their employees, 25% more. Put all humans at the heart of your decisions as an entrepreneur. Acknowledging the importance of equity, diversity, and inclusion further proves the authenticity of your brand. Every business is founded with a core purpose, but purpose itself requires nurturing. For the entrepreneurs and the business owners that have invested substantial parts of themselves in building a mission-based business, partnering with a fund that shares those values and is measured by the same mission-driven aspects is critical. At Tress, our fund's investment horizons are generally long-term, seven to 10 years. Measuring and communicating the immediate and long-term impact our investment dollars produce facilitate continued capital investment from our shareholders, as well as the greater investment community. The cannabis industry continues to operate under a limited social license. And now more than ever, our industry is under the radar and under the microscope of everyone, from regulators to consumers 
and everyone in between. If we want to ensure a lasting future for our industry, now is the time to make every effort to ensure that we are all putting our best foot forward. Before we get to Q&A, I would like to conclude by encouraging the investors and the entrepreneurs in the audience today seeking capital to do your diligence on one another. Make sure it's the right fit for you and your core mission. And if you are raising capital and don't have access to a network of active cannabis investors, please reach out to Tress. And if you're an investor, now more than ever is the time to link up with investment managers and advisors who specialize in the cannabis industry. Trust Solutions provides M&A advisory, strategic business development and operational support to sector companies. And we would love to speak with all of you. Please check out our website at trustcapital.com. We have a tab where, every, where entrepreneurs can submit their deals for investment consideration. Or if you are seeking other forms of support outside of capital, such as business development and strategy, or gearing up to raise your round and want some advice, you can log on to www.tress.io and get in touch with one of our solutions experts. Hopefully we'll see you later on today at the networking hour. Have a wonderful day and enjoy the expo. With the time remaining, I will open the floor to Q&A if we have any. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.